This is your Times Daily World Briefing for Wednesday, the 29th of June. I'm Emily Ferrier. And I'm Steve Forbes. Ghislaine Maxwell receives her sentencing. I think that she needs a serious period of contemplation. A very long and serious period of contemplation. And violence in India after a religious attack in Rajasthan. Times of London Daily World Briefing. The former girlfriend of convicted billionaire pedophile Jeffrey Epstein has been sentenced to 20 years in jail for recruiting, grooming, and trafficking underage girls for him to abuse. Ghislaine Maxwell was convicted of five charges against four teenage girls in December, which took place between 1994 and 2004. Hours before the sound of the judge's gavel, alleged victims Sarah Ransom and Liz Stein told Times Radio what they were hoping for. I think that she needs a serious period of contemplation, a very long and serious period of contemplation. For me, I just, uh, she just needs to spend the rest of her life in prison. We'll never, ever hurt another child or young woman in this lifetime again. Upon Maxwell's sentencing of 20 years in prison, including five years of supervised release and a fine of $750,000, criminal defense attorney Gretchen von Helms told Times Radio what she made of it. Look. She's probably used to living a life of luxury. And yes, prison is, a, is not a life of luxury. They don't beat you. They don't starve you. You get three hot meals and a place to sleep. And other inmates are sometimes rough on these sex offenders. The guards are very polite, respectful. So it's not like they torture you and pull your nails out. Jeffrey Epstein killed himself in prison in 2019 as he awaited his own sex trafficking trial. He had abused girls as young as 14 at his properties in New York, Florida, New Mexico, and his private island on the U.S. Virgin Island, Little St. James, known by locals as Pedophile Island. In court, Maxwell addressed the victims directly, saying that she was sorry for the pain that they had experienced and hoped that they could look forward and not back. So far, all of the sentencing and conviction has been related to the underage victims of Epstein and Maxwell. But Prince Andrew's cousin, Christina Oxenberg, says she thinks there will be more persecutions linked to the British socialite. We know who's on the list. We know who's on the flight logs. We know who's in the little black book. It's all online. There, there is no mystery yet to unearth. Where's the list? It's online. Prince Andrew paid an unknown sum to one of Epstein's victims, Virginia Dufre, in March, after she sued him for sexual assault, which he's always strongly denied. People have taken to the streets in outrage as religious tensions rise in the Indian state of Rajasthan following the beheading of a Hindu tailor at the hands of two Muslim men. The victim, Kanhaya Lal, was killed in the Udaipur district on Tuesday by the two machete-wielding men who claimed he supported controversial remarks made by a politician on the Prophet Muhammad. It said that the men posed as customers to enter Kanhaya Lal's shop and attacked him while he was taking their measurements. (laughs) 
The attack was filmed and shared online, with police asking media not to share the footage as it's too grisly to watch. Now the state is on alert, with the government banning internet services and suspending large gatherings in an effort to ease hostility. There are also curfews in place in some parts of the district. There are fears the attack could lead to nationwide riots in the Hindu-majority country. Police arrested the pair after they identified themselves in the video, where they also warned Prime Minister Narendra Modi of a similar fate. Lal had allegedly put up a social media post supporting former Bharatiya Janata Party spokesperson Nupur Sharma, who made controversial comments about the Prophet Muhammad last month. Here's additional Director General of Law and Order in Rajasthan, Hawa Singh Gamaria. On June the 15th, Kan Haya Lal complained of receiving a death threat. Police took action and called the concerned party, threatening him. On June the 15th, the matter was resolved between both parties. They reached a compromise in writing that the misunderstanding had been cleared. We'll now probe concerned people on why the matter escalated. The federal government has asked the National Investigative Agency, India's top anti-terrorism agency, to investigate the incident. On the way, a shootout at a bank in Canada, and one lucky woman continues her lottery-winning streak. Times of London Daily World Briefing To Colombia, where at least 51 prisoners are dead, after a fire started during a riot at a jail in the southwestern city of Tulua. Officials say 24 people are also being treated in hospital after the blaze broke out on Tuesday. Anxious family members gathered outside of the prison, waiting to hear news if their loved ones had been involved. This woman was one of them. We need you to please provide us with some information about our children. My son is in yard 8 where everything happened, but we don't know anything. We don't have any information about any of them. Like many in Latin America, prisons in Colombia are overcrowded. Colombia's jails have a capacity of 81,000 people, but figures show they currently house 97,000 inmates. This prison in particular holds over 1,200 prisoners, with 180 in the cell block where the fire started. It's one of the worst incidents of recent prison violence in the country. During the COVID pandemic, some prisoners were released from jails after two dozen were killed in protests against overcrowding and poor conditions. In Canada, two men have been shot dead by police during a shootout at a bank in British Columbia, with six officers also left injured. Homes in the area were evacuated on Tuesday following the discovery of a possible explosive device, according to police. Saanich Police Chief Dean Duthie said the suspects were heavily armed. I can confirm that two suspects are deceased and several members of the Greater Victoria Emergency Response Team have been transported to hospital during an ongoing incident at a bank in Saanich today. Multiple officers responded to the scene and encountered the armed suspects who fired at police. It happened at the Bank of Montreal in Saanich on Vancouver Island, near to the border of the US state of Washington. The injured officers were taken to a nearby hospital with gunshot wounds. According to Chief Duthie, some were soon to be released, but others sustained very serious injuries. The Times Daily World Briefing. Sport.
With more on why a seven-time Formula One champion is calling for change in the sport, here's John Jackson. Lewis Hamilton has called for action to change archaic mindsets after a racist remark about him by Brazilian triple Formula One world champion Nelson Piquet emerged on social media. The racial slur only recently came to light, but was originally from a Brazilian interview on YouTube in November 2021 and was used when commenting on Hamilton's British Grand Prix crash with Max Verstappen. Hamilton responded on his social media pages, saying, I've been surrounded by these attitudes and targeted my whole life. There has been plenty of time to learn. Time has come for action. Motor Racing's governing body FIA, Formula One and Mercedes, his racing team, have all issued statements condemning racism, but without mentioning PK by name. The British Grand Prix takes place this weekend at Silverstone. The Times Daily World Briefing. Entertainment. Celebrated Canadian comedian Nick Nemiroff has died at the age of 32. Hailed as a comics comic, the Montreal Race stand-up was nominated last year for a Juno Award for his comedy album, The Pursuit of Comedy Has Ruined My Life. His passing was confirmed on his Instagram page by his family, saying the beloved rising star had died in his sleep. Nemiroff performed internationally, appearing at comedy festivals such as Just for Laughs, the Winnipeg Comedy Festival, the Melbourne International Comedy Festival, and making TV appearances on Roast Battle Canada and Conan. He's remembered by his friends and family as endlessly sweet, supportive, and humble. Mourners were encouraged to donate in his memory to Planned Parenthood, which was one of the last things that Nick did. You've probably heard the phrase third time lucky, but what about three times lucky? For one woman in Maryland in the US, her good luck comes in threes as she celebrates her third time collecting a lottery prize of at least $100,000 in five years. The woman told Maryland lottery officials that she and her husband have developed a system for their scratch-off lottery games. Researching which scratch-off games have been on sale for a long time but still have a lot of big money prizes up for grabs. The research had led her to a $100,000 winner. She said even her past two wins didn't compare for her winning a third time, saying this is as crazy as it was the other times. It's unbelievable. And that's your Times Daily World Briefing for Wednesday, the 29th of June. This podcast from The Times is brought to you in partnership with Google Podcasts. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.